Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. When you reach the customer at a later date, please remind the customer to access their voicemail and initialize their mailbox. Thank you.
right back. Take back what the devil stole from me. Just today. Shall recover it all. Mm-hmm. Hey, I shall recover it all. to God.
to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Faithful, faithful is our God. Hallelujah. We're reaping the harvest that God has promised us. We're taking back everything that the devil has stolen, what we've given to him legally and what he has taken illegally. We are taking it back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And because the Bible says when a thief steals from you, he's got to return it sevenfold. So we are demanding a sevenfold return on everything that he has stolen in the mighty in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah, glory to God, a pleasant good evening to each and every one of you, and I thank you so much for joining us here, another glory to God Sunday night for our Simple Words Ministry Sunday worship service, glory to God, hallelujah, I pray glory to God that something that you hear on the line tonight will be a blessing to you. Glory to God. will encourage you. Um, if you're on the line for the very first time, I welcome you in the magnificent name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our very soon coming King. Glory to God. We welcome, we welcome, we welcome you. Glory to God. My name is Pastor Maureen Chandaley, and I am the servant here in Simple Words Ministry, along with many, many other ministers. And I just thank God for the blessings that he has bestowed upon us. We have services here now. Nine times per week, yes, nine times per week. We're here every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday at, at um, 12 noon, we have the Prophet's Corner with Prophet Bob Propri. Monday night, we come back with Bible study and intercessory prayer meeting with Elder June Malcolm and Minister Lashana Burton. Tuesday night at 8.30, the children are here alongside Minister Kamisha Williams. Glory to God, all the way from the island of Jamaica. Amen. Hallelujah with Jeremiah Generation. Wednesday morning. Mornings, we're here at 7.14 a.m. for our Standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting. We come back Wednesday night at 9 p.m. for Wednesday night celebration and testimony service. Glory to God. Thursday night, we're walking through the Word with Minister Nayoka Walker. Friday night at midnight, it's our midnight fire on the wire, midnight explosion. And this coming Friday night, Elder um, Roseanne Green will be bringing forth the Word. Amen. Saturdays at noon, um, it's our noonday inspiration and prayer with Minister Monica Little, and we're back again next Sunday night at 9 p.m. So I welcome you. If, you um, if you're not connected with us as yet, you can go to our website, Simple Words Ministries, simplewordsministries.com, glory to God, hallelujah, and you can connect with us. You can also find us on Facebook, Simple Words Prayer Ministry and Simple Words Ministry. You can join any of those pages, glory to God, and you will be kept abreast um, as to what's going on in the ministry when the services are on. Hallelujah. Um, you know, many ways of connecting with us. You can email me, Pastor Maureen Chen at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you have a prayer request, feel free anytime. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I welcome you in the magnificent name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. At this time, let us open up in a word of prayer. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify your holy name. God, there's nobody like you. There's none above you. There's none beside you. You are God and you are God all by yourself. God, we thank you that in the numbering of this day, you counted us worthy to be a part of it, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that you kept us through this day, O oh God. Hallelujah, the first day of the week, O oh God. We thank you that you've given us the opportunity to be here in your presence on the prayer line once more tonight, O oh God. And Father, even now, you see and you know each and 
and every one of us that's on the line tonight. You see and you know what we need, oh God. And even as I come before you, oh God, hallelujah, if, oh God, if I have sinned and fallen short of your glory, I'm asking for your forgiveness, oh God. I'm asking that you will wash me in your son's precious blood, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, I'm asking that you will have your way in tonight's service, oh God. God, I dedicate and I consecrate the service to you tonight. I'm asking, oh God, that your will and your will alone be accomplished here in the magnificent name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, tonight, hallelujah, I thank you for each and every person that you have ordained to be here, oh God. And even now, we bless the nations, oh God. We bless the United States of America, oh God. We pray, Lord God Almighty, oh God, that you will keep, oh God, hallelujah, that nation in your hands right now, oh God. Oh God, you see and you know, oh God, the signs. You see and you know what's about to take place. And I'm asking God for your divine supernatural protection over, oh God, uh, oh God, the people of the United States of, of America and those of us here in Canada, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God, we ask for your protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the nations, oh God. We lift up Africa. We lift up the Caribbean, oh God. We lift up Asia, the UK, Europe, oh God. We lift up every continent, oh God, hallelujah, before you tonight. God, you said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my first face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear them from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Tonight, oh God, we're praying on behalf of the nations and asking, oh God, that you will heal the land, oh God. Yes, Father, Lord. there's so much, so many things that are happening on the land, and God, I know, Lord. hallelujah, oh God, that you answer prayers. I know, Father, that, oh God, hallelujah, that uh, each time that we cry out to you on behalf of the nations, oh God, I know, oh God, that you will grant mercy, so we thank you. Father, tonight, I dedicate the service to you tonight, and I'm asking tonight, hallelujah, that you will take residence right here on the line, oh God. I am asking, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, that as we gather together in unity, oh God, on one accord, oh God, I'm asking for a Pentecostal experience, oh God. Father, Lord God, if you send anybody, oh God, who has not yet accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior over their lives on the line tonight, I pray that tonight will be the night, oh God, that they make the decision, oh God, to receive him, oh God. Father, if there's any that sick on the line tonight. I'm asking, oh God, that your healing virtue, oh God, will flow through them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, even before we finish the service tonight. Lord God, have your will and have your way, hallelujah, on this line tonight. Let your will alone be accomplished. In Jesus' name, I have Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We bless His name. At this time, um, we're going to begin um, our nightly, our Sunday night reading. Amen. Um, I'm going to ask Minister Andrea Murray at this time to read Psalm 91. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good night, everybody. Good night. God bless you. Bless you. God bless you. I'm reading Psalms 91, and I'm reading the King James Version. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the sea of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the hour that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. 
Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dost thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample on their feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Sixteen and the last, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Here ended the reading of Psalms 91. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. The second reading is coming from Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I'm reading the King James Version as well. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, he shall set me up upon a rock, and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Hallelujah. Deliver me not over into the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me. Glory to God. False witnesses are are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted, hallelujah, glory to God, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank God for his word. Amen. We thank God for his word. For those of you who are just coming on, I welcome you in the magnificent name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God. We have a treat tonight. Amen. We have an awesome woman of God who will be bringing forth the word in a few minutes. Glory to God. So get your hearts and your minds ready to receive what thus says the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. 
earth adore him. Um, I want to just, um, before I play um, the next uh, song, Glory to God, um, my bishop called me this evening, and he should be on the line as well, saints of God, so please please behave yourselves. He'll be, um, he's coming yeah. on tonight. Hallelujah. Um, and we, we were talking, we, we have an upcoming women's conference, and um, we were talking a little bit, and we started to talk about blessings and faith and, and um, you know, just receiving all that God has. And you, you all know on this line, I don't mess, I don't mess with the word of God. Amen. I don't believe that as believers, um, we should be um, living in um, in lack. Um, glory to God. And I received the scripture on Wednesday. Uh, what, what was it? Wednesday night. Um, Sister Andrea, you were on the line. I think it was Wednesday night. I received the scripture, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8. And I want to read this um, over, um, you know, Simple Words Ministry. I want to read it over our lives, glory to God, Um, because I believe that, you know, whatever blessings God has granted unto me, it must flow down into the members of Simple Words Ministry. So before we do our offering tonight, I want to read the scripture over your lives, prophesy these words over your lives. And there's nothing more powerful than when you get a prophetic word directly from the word of God. Amen. Directly Amen. from the word of God. So get your hearts and your minds and your, your everything ready to receive this word. It's from Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'm going to read from verse um verse. Actually, I'm going to read from verse 6. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Ah. Is anybody on the line with me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Glory to God. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Amen? Amen. Yes. Land. Amen brooks of water, and mm-hmm. fountains and springs that flow out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And whose stones are iron and out of whose, whose hills you can dig copper. Glory to God. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Simple Words Ministry members, glory to God. I, Pastor Maureen Chen Daly, I, my God Almighty, I decree and I declare over your lives, glory to God, that you are about to walk into a land of plenty. Glory to God. More than enough. Amen. Glory to God. I decree and I declare that you will live in the overflow and that your Mm -hmm. overflow will be overflowing in the magnificent name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. I decree and I declare that you will lack absolutely nothing because you're going, my God Almighty, from not having to having more than 
enough. Glory to God. It is time for the body. Amen. Glory to God. And I am responsible for Simple Words Ministry. Glory to God. It is time for me to let you know. Glory to God. If you have not shifted your thinking from a place of little, a place of lack, glory to God, it is time for you to shift your thinking and get your hearts and your minds ready to a place of overflow. Don't worry where it's going to come from. That's not Mm -hmm. your problem. Glory to God. God says he's the one who's taking you, hallelujah, into that place of plenty. God says he's the one who's about to give you more bread than you have enough belly to hold. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All you need to do is to believe God. All you need to do is to accept the fact that your daddy, hallelujah, he owns the hills. He owns the cattle. Hallelujah. Accept the fact that your daddy, glory to God, that the earth is his and the fullness thereof. And because the earth is his and the fullness thereof, whatever he desires to bless you with, he can because he has it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't limit your Abba Father. Don't limit your God. Hallelujah. If God says he's about to bless you, he's about to bless you. So what you need to do is to believe. No, It doesn't matter what it looks like. Glory to God. It doesn't matter what it may look like. Hallelujah. All you've got to do is to believe. Hallelujah. That God says he's going to do it, so he's going to do it. Glory to God. I keep on getting the prophetic words. God says you're going to drive a new car. I receive that in the name of Jesus Christ. God says you're going to live in in a brand new house. I receive that in the name of Jesus. God says you're going to have more than enough. I receive that in the name of Jesus. And it doesn't matter to me where where it's coming from. All I know is that God is the one that's doing it. And so therefore I am going to believe him. And I want each and every one of you on the line tonight to get your hearts and your minds in that place. Get ready to receive all that God has for you. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. All I want to know is that you receive, hallelujah, what God is about to do. You. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's get our hearts and our minds ready for the word to come forth. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, Lord. With everything within me, I declare your glory.
to God. Hallelujah. At this time, hallelujah, um, glory to God. It's offering time. For those of you who are um, joining us for the very first time and you're not aware, glory to God, we um, we collect our night's well, our, our service offering uh, right before the word goes forth. Amen. Um, if you're not, um, if you don't know how to do it, you can go to our website, Simple Words Ministries, simplewordsministries.com. There will be a donate button. I promise to move the. I really, really promise to move it. Uh, it's at the very bottom of the page. It's tiny because you know I had a problem um, raising an offering, glory to God, but I need you guys to be blessed, hallelujah, and so I am following instructions, glory to God, and we do this once per week, amen, glory to God, uh, we've got services nine times per week, but once per week we collect an offering in this ministry, hallelujah, so if you um, if you don't know how um, to, to send your offering in, glory to God, just go to the, the bottom of the page on Simple Words Ministries, S-I-M-P-L-E-W-O-R-D. S-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot com. At the bottom, you'll see Donate. You click on that, and you can make your donation um, to the ministry. Glory to God. And at this time, we're going to ask our prophet, Prophet Bob Propri, to please pray for the offering. Thank you, woman of God. Uh, Greetings, Bishop Carlton Facey. A man of valor, a man of integrity. I greet you, sir. Thank you. Amen. 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 Father, I prayed a little bit ago and I repented over some stupid stuff during the day. And you already know what it is. But I repented of that. And now, Father, I'm coming to you again in the name of Jesus and repenting. If I've done anything since that time to right now, forgive me. (laughs) Wash me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness, iniquity, and uh, sin, including my shortcomings. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I've seen the vision of your hand in a cup. Mm. Hey, hey. I've seen the vision of your hand in a cup and around a cup for the offering tonight. And, Father, I know what that represents, and so do you. And so, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit that, Father, you would bless this offering to overflow in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree and declare many blessings will be bestowed upon Simple Words Ministries in Jesus' name. And, Father, I pray that you would lay it on the heart of your people tonight, whether it's $5, $10, 50 or 100 or more, that you would lay it on the hearts of your people and not just put nickels and dimes in the collection plate like it used to be years ago. Change that tonight, Father, and let the monies be put in there so that we can be a blessing to others. And as the people of God tonight, Father, put in their offering where no one can see it, only you, give them a return blessing. Give them a return healing in the name of Jesus. Give them a salvation road for their children and their family members. And we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen.
Amen. Amen. God bless you, Prophet Bob. God bless you. And those of you who have already sent in your offerings, we thank God for you. We pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, Unlimited, unlimited falls upon that which you have sown in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless you tonight. We will be praying for you after the word as well tonight. Glory to God. At this time, let me pray quickly for the woman of God. Father, I thank you. I pray you. I glorify your holy name. Truly there is no one like you. There is none above you. There is none beside you. You are God and you are God all by yourself. And Father, tonight I thank you for the privilege oh God. Lord, you have truly smiled upon Simple Words Ministry, oh God, by allowing your servant Evangelist Perry to be here tonight, oh God. It truly is a honor, oh God, to have her come and speak to us. And God, even now I ask ask that you'll anoint her afresh from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the mighty name of Ben Yahweh. God Almighty, take the call from your altar and touch her lips and cause her to speak as your oracle, O God. Hallelujah. What thus says the Lord tonight, O God. Father, I know there's a word, O God, for us tonight. O God, and I thank you, O God, for speaking through her. Have your way, oh God. Have, yes, hallelujah. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way. God, hallelujah, for your purposes tonight. Father, anoint the ear. Mighty God Almighty, I feel the anointing. Anoint, oh God, the ears of your people, oh God, tonight, that we will hear, oh God, what thus says the Lord tonight. Mighty God, help us, oh God, tonight, hallelujah, to receive your words. And God, I pray, Lord God, that we will be empowered, oh God. We will be encouraged, oh God, hallelujah, as your woman servant, oh God, bring forth, uh, brings forth this word, oh God. Position, oh God, your angels around her even now. Position your angels, oh God, all over holy ground right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, hallelujah, take care of Zion right now. Take care of, oh God, Brother Rockwell right now in the name of Jesus. We bless you, oh God, hallelujah, for what you've done, oh God, hallelujah, in her life. We bless you, oh God, for what you've you've done on holy ground, oh God, and what you're about to do in Simple Words Ministry, in Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At this time, it gives me great pleasure. Glory to God. You've heard me speak about her indirectly without calling her name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You hear me talk about Holy Ground all the time. Those of you on Wednesday mornings, you know, glory to God, as soon as I leave, I get off the line. I'm going to Holy Ground. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you the reason why I'm at Holy Ground, none other other than prophetess, apostle, mother to the nation, evangelist, Perry Allison. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. Preach. Preach, woman of God. Praise God. Father God, I just thank you. And I stand on the ground of the blood of Yahushua, Hamashiach, to victory over sin in Yahushua mighty name. We apply the blood of Yahushua in every stubborn problem, in everyone on each level of their we plead the blood of Yahushua upon our body from the top of our head to the sole of our feet in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. We soak each and every one of their lives, Father God, in the precious blood of Yahushua. We paralyze all satanic oppressor dedicated against this prayer, this session tonight, Father God, in Yahushua mighty name. We hold the blood of Yahushua 
against any power that is already posed to resist our prayer right now in your mighty name. Let the power of the blood of Yahushua be released on our behalf. Let it speak against every dead bone in our lives in Yahushua mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Everyone. Good evening. Good evening. God bless you. Um, tonight is a, you know, it's it's a great privilege to be able to be with you guys tonight. And, you know, I was last in the Holy Spirit since uh, Pastor Marie asked me, what would I speak on tonight? And I thought, you know, in my heart, I had to come, I came right back, right back to the two different economic systems. Yes. I came right back to the kingdom of God and to the realm of satanic world system. Mm-hmm. These things are so important for us to have the knowledge and to understand what is happening. Because the kingdom of God operates under the economic principle of giving and receiving. Now, the kingdom, the realm of Satan world system operates under the economic principle of buying and selling. And I'm going to show you in the Bible where you will actually see what I'm speaking about. Sometimes when I speak about it, people are probably thinking, "Well, where exactly is it?" So I'm going to I'm going to press on that. But before we speak on that, I want to just touch. Uh, I want to I want to show you how significant this system and how important it was for Yahushua. Because when you think about it, in the Old Testament, they actually spoke about 215 verses pertaining to faith mm. and 218 verses pertaining to salvation. But when it came to dealing with stewardship and accountability for money and finance, it spoke about 2,084 verses. My God. Like six, I mean, when you think about it, it was 16 of Jesus' 38 parable deals with money. That's how, how important it was. And why? I'll, I'll use example one of the one. Matthew 6, 21 said, where your treasure is, there shall your heart be also. Mm-hmm. So, on. you know, he, was, he knew what was in the heart, and he knew what was in the heart of men. So he wanted to caution us to know the difference and which kingdom we should be under. Because even though we are in this world, we are not of this world. Amen? That's right. But we do need the finances to buy the buildings to do the gospel. So we've got to understand how God provides and how his provision is so different. You know, it's so different from the world system and from how God sees things. So when I, that's why I said I wanted to, something led me to speak about the kingdom tonight. Amen. Amen. Because most of us recognize we exist, you know, it's, a, it's, very, it's very easy to go on, to slide under the, the wrong kingdom, okay? So I'm going to show you in the realm of the different realms and the two separate and independent realm, the kingdom of God and the, the realm of Satan. They are two totally separate independent economical systems operating within these two domains. The world system, they operate under the power of Satan. And this can be found in 1 John five nineteen. So you can, have, you can list that and you can see why. Now, the spirit of mama works through buying and selling and governing in this, in this system. This is the contrast to the kingdom of God. It's totally opposite, which is governed by, the kingdom of God is governed by Jesus Christ. And that operates on the principle of giving and receiving. So even though we are in this world, we are not 
of this world system, okay? That's so we, right. have to, we have to recognize the kingdom, and we have to recognize how it's manipulated, and, and we have to stand ground for the kingdom that we work under, which is the kingdom of God. Am I correct? Yes. We are under the kingdom of God. Am I correct? Yes. yes. Amen. Now, recognize this. When you recognize the system, well, it, it's wrong. You know, it's really wrong for the Christians not to recognize the buying and selling where it's simply needed to. You have to recognize this because that's the world system. Always look at the opportunity when you enter into given and, the given and receiving system and when you, when you watch the buying and selling. Jesus teach us that we must go into a position where we give when something is being taken or even ex- extracted from us, we must give still. Even if we don't have, we should still give by faith. But we don't really want to lean on that system too much because the world, the world doesn't work on that system, you see? And that's where the problem was. If you look at in Matthew 5, 40 to 42, you will understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, basically in your life for Jesus, he was sold, okay? Jesus was sold. He was brought under the world system. So think about it. For 30 pieces of silver, he was sold. My God. My so when you look at it, and he was sold, it was, made, it, made, it was made very clear that no man could retake his life. No man. Because he had no sin. He could not die. Mm-hmm. He used freely to give his life, to increase the, you know, basically, he gave his life so that we could be free, that we will not be bought that we would be under given and receiving system. The world system, it, it, it's totally, is not for us. That's why we, we, tend to, we tend to have blockages when it comes to finance and flowing. We tend to be, we, 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 we get in a situation where they're fighting us to get a breakthrough. Because mm. what happens, why we have that fight coming on is because we don't recognize a price was paid for us already. So when we go back under the, the system of buying and selling, we're actually betraying what happened on the cross. Do you get me? Yes. So that's why we have to understand why we're supposed to be under the kingdom of God, Rem, and not the, not the buying and selling. Anything with buying and selling, and I will explain to you because you'll think, well, everything is buying and selling. I, I got to buy my food. I, but I'll explain that in a different, a different context. I'm showing you the general of how the deception takes place. Mm-hmm. Because I'll show you why it is important. When God bless you under the kingdom of giving and receiving, it is not 10%. It's not 5%. It's a hundredfold. That's right. Amen. It's a hundredfold which is far greater than buying and selling system, okay? And you could see these things in Matthew 25, 14 to 30, and Luke 19, 11 to 27. I didn't go all of it because I want to explain some more deep things so you understand what I mean. Amen. You know, God multiplication in God's kingdom is different. Mm. God percentage is not like the percentage of the world. Most people feel if they... If they get 20% or 30% annual return on their money, this would be very good investment in their minds, in their hearts, okay? This is in the world system I'm talking here. Mm-hmm. But when God, when God bless you 
his system is totally different. He goes between 3,000% and 6,000%, even 10,000% increase. That's right. That's how God's system works. I'm a, I'm a witness. Glory to God. That mm. is a different thing. So we need the distinct, we, we have to understand the difference between the distinction between wealth, riches, and money. There's two, they, these, these things are not the same. Wealth is different from riches and money. Do you know that? Yes. Because you can have 50 million in the bank and die in a cancer. You're poor in health. Mm-hmm. So you've got to recognize the difference. Mm-hmm. Most people have the thought that wealth and riches and money is yes. entangled together. They're all the same mm-hmm. thing, which is wrong. They, they have that belief. That's an ungodly belief. You know, they have to understand the difference. They have, to, they have to realize the difference and what's governing the difference. Wealth is created by the governed. When you think about it, wealth is governed by God. Okay? Hear what I'm saying? Wealth is governed by God. Yes. Money yes. is created by man mm-hmm. and influenced by the spirit of mammon, mm-hmm. which is motivating men to love it. And that's where the system, the, the kingdom separates. Because mama is a spirit, God is a spirit. So we can't have two masters. One has to give. Yes. So we have to be careful. Because that's why in, in the scripture, Jesus separated himself from the money. He said, whose face is on this? And he said, Caesar. He said, give to Caesar what is Caesar and render to God what is God. There's reasons for this. Riches uh, in between the wealth and the money can come under the influence of mammon. So that we, that's why we have to trust and serve. We have to trust and serve God's kingdom. It's usually, it's very, it's very close. It could be almost like it's very close line. So you could, you could go over to the wrong side and not recognize it. Because money works for you, not you work for money. Because think about it. A price was already paid on the cross. So you can't make enough money to pay that price that was already paid. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, let's go to Solomon in Second Chronicles 1. He said, give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people. For who can rule this your people who are so great? God replied to Solomon. Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked for riches, possession, honor, and glory, the life of your foe, or even long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may rule and judge my people over whom I have made you king. Mm. Now 12 says, wisdom and knowledge are granted. Mm. You and I will give you riches. You hear that? And I will give you riches, possession, yeah. possession as wealth, honor and glory, such as none of the king has before you, and none after you shall have their equal. This is from the amplifier. Firstly, what is wealth? That's what we have to ask ourselves. Wealth in Hebrew language is defined as a resource, substance, as good, as strength, as force, and possession. We believe that in the physical wealth, it is that which has enhanced many values what God created. Wealth can also be a non-physical realm. 
And when we refer to wealth, we can refer in the spiritual quality and such as integrity, wisdom, and character. Mm-hmm. These are the, the non-physical ones. So we have to, when we look at these things, you understand? So we have to understand mm-hmm. what aspect of wealth and possession is. When we look at these things, we know that we're under the kingdom of God, which is given and receiving. Because the Old Testament is totally, it, it. when you go to the Old Testament, you learn, you understand the example of wealthy people. God mm-hmm. had blessed them, and they were co-owners with God. Yes. Because they didn't own it on their own. They were co-owners with God. So this wealth they have was land, houses, cattle, flocks, gold, silver, all the form of billions of jewelry and all these things. If you take the gold Abraham had, it's billions of dollars right now. In those days, I'm just showing you an example with Abraham, for example. So Abraham was very rich in livestock and silver and gold. He was very wealthy. But he, Abraham walked under the kingdom of giving and receiving. He wasn't under the kingdom of buying and selling. You understand? Yes. I mean, an ounce of gold today will Abraham have. That's 50 years ago. Just do the math. I mean, that would be like, wow. You know? Like if you look at Deuteronomy 8.18, it is he who gives you the power or the ability to get or make wealth. Do you hear that? It is God who gives us the power or the ability to make wealth. Yes. It does not refer to money. You observe that? It didn't refer to money. He said the ability, the power to make wealth. He didn't say money. Why didn't he say money? Because man created money. God created wealth. Oh, my God. Wow. You understand? There's a difference here. Yes, yes. One of God's purpose for wealth was to be an inheritance. Wealth was an increase from generation to generation. God revealed himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and God of three successful generations. Mm. This is what, why we have to be under that kingdom. Yes. If you look at Proverbs 13.22, a good man leaveth an inheritance on his mm-hmm. children's children, and the wealth of the sinners is into the hands of the righteous from whom it was laid up. That means the wealth of the sinners will come into our hands mm-hmm. when we are walking in obedience on the kingdom of God. Man. Jesus. Man. Note, wealth transfer. Mm. Note, note that the wealth transfer of inheritance is for your grandchildren. When you passed on, they are the ones who benefit the young age so they can go and fulfill God's plan for the purpose. That is wealth. You know, God, this is what happens. That's why we said we walk under the kingdom principle of giving and receiving. Yes. ten fifteen said, the rich man's wealth is his strong city. The poverty of poor is their ruin. Return again to Jesus. Think about the encounter with the rich young ruler. We find his, his disciples question him about that. Think about it. Regarding the rich entering the kingdom. In his answer to the disciples, Jesus concluded with his statement in Mark 10 said, Surely I say to you, there is no one who has left houses 
or brother or sister or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and the gospel who shall not receive hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and land which prosecute which prosec- with precaution and is the age to come uh, of life. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine that. It is interesting to note that Jesus did not mention money again in this verse. Jesus did not say to give up all your money and you will receive hundredfold return. No, he didn't say that. Rather, the word of God treats money differently from the wealth of land, houses, and people relationships. Jesus did not promise a multitude, a, multi, uh, a multiply return of money to anyone, but rather that those who have given up wealth would receive multiplication return of wealth. Multiplication. Amen. Love it. Multiplication return of wealth. <sighs> So you have to ask yourself the question, what what then is money? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you know you have to think in your mind because he keeps talking about wealth. Money is simply a receptacle of defined goods and service created by man for trading. That's basically what money is. It is a medium of exchange of which one may trade goods or service for. That's basically what money is. You understand? So money is what we receive for our production and service. You hear what I said? For production and service as persons which can then obtain the production and service of others. Money has no value, but its value is determined on a daily basis by marketers. So if all of us today say, hey, we don't accept this dollar, it doesn't have any value. Because the market is the actuality of what the money is used for. When money was created, is because the goods and service of bartering system was too much. It was too yeah. much to, to tote stuff. So they created the paper. The paper is overvalued on what it really is. That's why if you don't have gold back in your money, you would, it comes like it's a it's called a, I forgot the name. It's a, a name for the money. What you call when it doesn't back up by gold. I forgot the name. I'll, I'll get the name another time and remind Sister Murray to give you guys. Basically, what I'm showing you here is you want wealth. Yes. You want wealth. You don't want money because wealth belongs to God. Money belongs to this mama, the kingdom, that one. You understand? I know you could think, well, how can I, how can I get wealth without the money? That's, the, that's what's going through your mind. Money is worth whatever people say it is today. Remember that. Money also carries no morality, but rather is an, an immoral situation. People do things to get this money. They come at virtually evil to get this money. You understand? So money, basically, if you think about it, is like it, it's, 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 really, it's really created by man because there's only one thing it leads is destruction. But when you have wealth, it leads to life and generation of inheritance. Hallelujah. So money, that's why I keep telling people, money is your slave. Yeah. Mm. It works for you. Yeah. works for you. Put it to work. It works for you. 
basically works for you. It's not very heavy to hunt, to lift up. It's very light, so you could pass it along. It works for you. It has to do that. It is your sleeve. Not you work. Not you work for the money. The money works for you. We're gonna get there in a minute. Why it's supposed to work for you and not you for the money? Because most people and most Christians says they think that money belongs to God, okay? And the Bible distinctly shows you the difference. You know, when you think about the Pharisees on the issue of taxes, and Jesus, when Jesus clearly told them, the money is not created by God and does not belong to God. Money is created by belong to the world system. He said that clearly, right? Well, let's go to Matthew 22, 17. Let's start from there. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? It is lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? 18. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him the denarius. And he said to them, whose image inscription on this? This said, Caesar. And he said to them, render therefore to Caesar and things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God. Do you see the separation there? Yes. Now you, are, now you get it. There's a big separation there. Mm-hmm. He was very clear in the teaching about the nature of money. The narrow coin did not belong to God, but rather Caesar, gives to Caesar. When one takes that chunk of gold, which has inheritance value and is by nature wealth, mold, that image is different because that is wealth. You understand? Yes. But man has a way of trying to duplicate their own way You see, that's why I was talking about the use of buying and selling. This Mm -hmm. is where the difference in the kingdom is. And even the gold has changed kingdom because they took the gold now and they make an image of a man's face on the gold. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even now they took the chunk of gold and they changed the kingdom. It no longer has God ownership that now belongs to the world system. They take the gold, if it was the gold, gold was a row and it was a buy, belonging to God. The man they take it and say, ah, we could use this gold. Let's put man's face on it. Now it belongs to the world system. So they're very clever in switching things around. God's system is different from Caesar's economical system. God has released it in different ways. Okay, the word used in King James Version here, render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. This word is is render is a strong word. That means to follow the rule that governs the world system. It's a very strong word they're using there. They know exactly what they're saying. Okay? So when you talk about govern and handling of money, you're talking the consequences of the violation of the rule of God. It's different from his way than man's way. Because people confuse money with wealth. Storing of wealth is accumulated. In their mind, they think storing the wealth is accumulated. The money they have is storing it 
is, is, is going to accumulate the wealth. But wealth is accumulated in house, in land, in value, in things that you're inheritance for your next generation. That is why when, when people have access to money that are not good stewards, they can, they can become bankrupt. They could say, well, how could this person win the lottery for 50, $15 million and he's bankrupt? Mm-hmm. You wonder, well, how, how, is that, how is that possible? Because he didn't understand the value of wealth and the value of money. He didn't understand that Caesar, money belongs to the man. And if you don't use it and be a good steward to put it the way God has put in you, you cannot accumulate the wealth. Had you just buy something of, of what God's inheritance or land or anything, it changes the system. You understand? Yes. If you keep the money, that's why some people, when they leave money for their family, they leave it in a good mind thinking the kids will be responsible and the kid doesn't do anything except blow the money. That's why we have to teach stewardship and good stewardship and what really is God and what is the world. Once they learn that wealth belongs to God and money does not, and money is not created by God, but rather by man and belongs to the world system, how then they would exactly understand this? We have to teach them. Because if you go back again to, I'm going to go back to the verse again in the Bible, God's word refers to money is Matthew 25. Jesus tells a parable about the three servants who were entrusted with the talent. You know? So we basically have to see that all the time he gives an example, he's showing you in the example how wealth and how stewardship is important. Money was not really earned, but rather was to be steward. We, we, we are stewards. If you go to the verse 27 in that same Matthew um, 25 there, Jesus rebuked the faithless servant who buried the ground, the ground, the money he was given to manage. He rebuked him. Jesus told him that he should have had least invest the money in the yeah. bank and return the money with interest. Yeah. In verse 21 and 23, he's, he even commanded in verse 21 and 23, the servant saying, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will make you ruler over much. Enter into the joy of your master. The little to which Jesus is specifying there is referring in that passage is money. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. So we have to be good stewards then we will see that what God has instilled in our hand work and it will multiply. If you look at Luke 10, you see the same thing what he said. He said, he who is faithful in very little is faithful also in much. And he who is dishonest and unjust in very little is dishonest and unjust also in much. Mm-hmm. So it, yes. it, it, it comes back to stewardship again. Again, an accountability, trustworthiness, faithfulness, that belongs to another system. The system we know that belongs to is God's system. So we have to stay under his system so that we would be faithful. Faithfulness, you understand? 
when the disciples and them states about the money and the belong and all these things with Caesar and all these things, that is the world system. When we don't belong to that system. But how do we understand that? We have to understand that money is our slave. We have to understand that money itself has no value because we carry a value far exceeding money. A price was paid for us. My God. My, my. So when we understand, we are stuck. Are we, and I'm going, to sh- I'm going to get there with you guys. I, I don't know how much time, um, Pastor Murray didn't tell me how much time I had. Take the time that you need, woman of God. This is good. You didn't tell me. <laughs> I was like, okay. well, what I'm going to show you now, I'm going to show you how, how the devil manipulates disciples, okay? What it is, because now the world system is buying and selling, and you are supposed to be under the kingdom of God, given and receiving. Mm-hmm. When you become worried and you have anxiety and you have all these stress, you have actually stepped out from under the umbrella of given and receiving. There you go. Because mm. when you are walking under the umbrella of given and receiving, grace is there with you. Yes. But when you step out from under the umbrella of giving and receiving and you enter into the world system of buying and selling, you don't have grace. You have a price. Mm-hmm. Remember, grace is there with you because you are a priceless generation. A price was already paid for you. So there's no way that there's a price on you. You get it? Yep. You are a priceless generation. You are free. But now, grace and all these things have entered in you, in that system. But when you get the worries and the stress and you, you start doubting and you start getting on, you go into the system where, where you say, you know what? I think, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I prayed, but I don't know. This is happening. I don't know. I don't know what to do. The spirit of mama is what can you confuse. Because wealth is governed, I, I tell you, wealth is converted into money in, cha- in, in the changes in the kingdom, okay? That's the only time it could change. When you allow it to change. When you leave kingdom of giving and receiving, you have left wealth and entered and in, gone into the kingdom of buying and selling. You have entered into the kingdom of the money, the, the spirit of mammon. Now, remember, the spirit of mammon is also a god. He needs to be served. So God needs to be served, and the spirit of mama needs to be served. So you can't have two masters. One has to give. Mm-hmm. You have to make a choice. That's the bottom line. You must make a choice. And that is where the people have to they understand, because the spirit of mama is the devil. Okay, let me show you a simple example so then you understand. I own, say I own a farm, okay? I own a farm. The farm is the wealth of the family, okay? So this farm that we have has a value, okay? This farm is a value. It cannot, it cannot, it cannot put a price on it unless you're going to sell it, okay? So you say, you know, I get an estimate, the price is now... The farm costs, say, five, $5 million. Uh, you know, the moment I put the price on the farm and I sold the price, 
the wealth was now converted into money. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Now, this wealth that was converted into money, therefore changed kingdom. Mm. Because now, I don't have the wealth anymore. I have money in my hand. I don't have the farm. So the, the, the spirit mama is now able to create in the minds of all the heirs that this money is now, I've got, say, five, ten grandchildren, all the air is there now. The power, the value now is in the heads is money. Now they start thinking, hmm, well, it's five million. I think I was a, a better grandchild. I deserve two million. The next one thing, I deserve three, and it's only five. They don't want to really share evenly. So you see what happens. Spirit of mama enters. The power of the spirit of mama enters. The fighting enters. The thing enters. Before, when they had the farm, they were a family value. They cut along. They loved each other. They were getting along fine. Somebody died of money now. It's now it's money. There's a different spirit enters. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Look, a prime example is in Acts 4 7. In Acts 4. I mean, sorry, Acts. Four, verse 34, nor was there a distinct of needy persons among them, for as many as were owners of land and houses proceeded to sell them, and one by one brought the amount received from the sale, delayed it, and at the feet of the apostle, then description was made according to one had needed. Now Joseph, the Levite native of Cyrus, who was surname of Batamas by the apostle, which means son of the encouragement. Now, think about, you're going to see what happens here. In 37, sold a field which was belonging to him and brought the son of money and laid it in the feet of the apostle. But certain name of the Ananias, which has wife and Sophia, sold a piece of property. Now, that same piece of property, remember, when they had the land, they had no problem. They say, oh, it's for God. They sold now. They now, they didn't want to say, the money now in their hands, they figure, oh my goodness, this is too much money. You can't give it. Right away, Satan enter. Yeah. And Peter said to Ananias, why was Satan filled with your heart that you should lie and attempt to deceive the Holy Spirit? And should, you know? So he died. Instantly he must die because now he was lying to God. So money, it tells you that money is not of God. The minute, when they had the property, they love God, they, this property is for God, they're going to give it up to God. The minute they sold it and the money entered their hand, mm -hmm. the same property was the same value, but the minute money entered their hand, because that was a different kingdom, it wasn't God owned, it changed. You know, they said a point here in the word, Ananias, Ananias fell down and died, and great dread of terror took passion of, the, of, of him, you know? So this was terrible. That was a prime example there in the early church where people had converted wealth of money and gifts to, to meet needs of people. I am sure that Ananias and Sophia at that time, the example I thought was they had a good plan. They had a good idea. Perhaps even they were, because they were just selling so that everybody would get help in different things. So Ananias and Sophia had no idea of the type of pressure that would come against them with the spirit of mama. They, I'm sure they didn't think of the spirit of mama would have come like that to them, would cause them even their very good intention to be their death. The spirit of mama is not our friend. He's not, he's not of God. He's the devil. 
And that's the problem. You have to recognize the trickery of the devil, the devices, the crafty ones. So that's why we have to have a commitment to God and be stuart rather than owning, like to claim ownership. Because if you own it, the devil will know that you're under the kingdom of giving and receiving. I mean, the kingdom of buying and selling. When you, when you are steward, God owns it, but you are the steward of it. And that means if the devil wants to take it, he has no choice but to go to God to get it. And guess what? You get a big fat no. You can't have it. Hallelujah. Glory. Mm. Cannot have it. So this is why we have to remember to walk under the kingdom of giving and receiving. Because if we are stewards, we have to know nothing. Why God wants us to be stewards rather than to be um, owners? I will tell you why. Because if we are stewards, the things that we are stewards of does not get into our spirit. Mm. We do not become so proud oh, I'm in an estate, a mansion. Oh, but when you are a steward, you know God owns it. You are just a steward. Mm. You understand? Yes. And this is the big difference. That's why we want to walk under the kingdom of giving and receiving. That same, uh, that same money that we need to do anything, the unrighteous will have to transfer to you. Yes. Because you walk on the giving and receiving, it will come to you no matter what. Because you're walking in obedience and you're God's children. And we are the ones that own all the cattle on the hill. Yes. Not, the, not, the, not the world system. It's we are the ones. So we Amen. have to understand that. Amen. We have to understand the category Amen. and the finances belong to us. But we... We need to believe and we need to stop we need to stop thinking and doubting God. We need to know that we know. Because even if you go back now to Matthew five, it says, Blessed is the meek that they will inherit the earth. Yes. yes. Automatically you have the inheritance of the earth. And when Adam was in the garden, he named all the animals. We have dominion. We have dominion. So everything on this planet Earth, we have dominion over it. If we walk like Adam and Eve was walking in the beginning, and we walk, and we should be able to walk like that now because he came and the cross paid the price. That's right. We would, have, we would not lack the things we, 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 we need. We have to believe and trust him. And we have to walk in obedience. When we walk in this obedience and we walk in under the, the kingdom of giving and receiving, it's a different kingdom. You will have houses that you didn't pay for. You will get things that you didn't, you didn't, you know, you you, you couldn't imagine. People will bring buy you a vehicle. They will give things to you because that is what the kingdom of God is doing. You know, they will give things. But when we think that we own everything and it has a price, we have to try. We can't even sleep at night because the devil is, is, is we thinking how he's going to come take it from you. My God. So we don't have to, we don't want to be craving for, for, for money. We want, to be, we want to be thirsty for wealth. We want God's wealth because he can't touch God's wealth. Because God's wealth 
you are the inheritance of it and you are the steward of it. You see the difference? Yes, ma'am. So we have to know that money is our slave. Money will work for us. We have to believe what the word of God said. Yes. You know? And we have to stand on it without a doubt. Romans ten seventeen said, Now faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Amen. So we must believe what the word says. We must confess what the word says. In other words, our own ears need to hear what it is that we believe. Our actions must line up with what we believe and confess. That has to also apply to your finances. You have to believe. We must firmly, without a doubt, stand on the word of God concerning our finances. You know, we must battle that over and release finances in our lives. We must understand it. We must release that realm. We must, without a doubt, manifest in physical realm and supernatural realm. Once you call it forth in the supernatural, it has to come to pass in the natural. Because we are under the kingdom of God, okay? And that function, kingdom of God finances, is wealth. It is different. We have to operate in that kingdom principle. Yes. We have to operate in it, you know? And, and that's very easy to operate in. It's not, too, it's not very hard. Let's take James 1, for example. James 1, verse 5. If, you, if any of you is... Is, is basically defining the wisdom. Let him ask of given God, ask of, the, of given God, who gives to everyone freely, according to this vision, without reproach or falsehood, and it will be given to him. Only it must be in faith that he asks, with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubt is like the burn search out of sea that is blown here or there, so tossed by the wind. Mm. So you have to know. And seven says, for truly let not such a person Im- image that he will receive anything. You won't receive anything if you're wavering. You have to trust God and believe him. And, and I'm telling you, it is, it is, it, it is, it's, it's, it's the plain truth. The only way, and, and I, as I said earlier on in Deuteronomy 8, 18, only God gives us the ability to create wealth. Amen. So we have to understand, if we, we, there are things we have to do in our lives, okay? That you need things in your life that you have to do. And the, the reason why we go to work every day and we, we work for money is because we were taught that that's the only way we can achieve what we need. We were taught that in the, in the world system, okay? But if you go back to the garden before sin entered, Adam wasn't working. He, he had dominion over everything. He was just looking over things. He wasn't working. It's only when he sinned and he got kicked out, he had to work. You know what? He probably got culture shock after having to pick up or to dig the earth because he wasn't working in the Garden of Eden. 
he was walking around, talking with God, having this, you know, he named the animals, he did, but he did not do the labor until he sinned. So we have to understand, when we walk with God, we have to walk in such a way that if he, if we don't hear him say, go there, you shouldn't be there. Yes. And it's not easy sometimes because you look at the circumstances and the circumstances make you believe the lie of the given, I mean, under the kingdom of buying and selling. God always provides. Think of Elijah and the raven bringing the bread. At that time, he got the bread from the raven to eat and the food that the raven brought. At the minute that provision, that time was up, another provision took place with the widow. God always provides. Yes. You know, no matter what circumstances you are in, you could go tomorrow and have a pink slip. You will be amazed how God provides. That's true. I am telling you, we don't understand this God because we have been corrupted by the world system. But if we would understand and give him that time, we will understand that we are wealth walkers under the kingdom of God. We are not. Poverty is not our portion. When we have the wisdom of God and we walk in obedience, and holiness and righteousness, wealth will follow you wherever you go. Yes. The doors will open wherever you are. But there is a there is a, a price that was paid for you to have this. But you have we we sometimes give up our given birthright. We give it up. We, we think, oh, no, well, we've got to have these three jobs to pay the mortgage. We've got to do this. Meanwhile, if we would spend more time with God, he will bring an idea that no one, that the world system have to pay you to get that formula. But you have to be willing to be obedient. And you shall eat the good of the land. Yes. Isaiah said that in Isaiah 1, 19. You know, if we desire prosperity, we have to be obedient. You know? And we have to understand what true prosperity is. It is not just having financial breakthrough. It is having financial breakthrough. It is having good health. A strong mind. You, you know, in the whole package, the whole pie, not just a piece of the pie, you have the money now, but you don't have a song mind, you're falling apart, no. And I will tell you, the secret of living a humbled life, humbled manner, the word of God teaches us how to do it. It basically, God's desire for us is to prosper in our relationships. Yes. 
Prosperity and financial realm is also a God desire, yes, but he likes us to prosper in our relationship. Isaiah 48, 17 said, Thus say the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who, who teaches you the prophet, who leads you by the way that you should go. Oh, that you have, you see, your peace and prosperity will have been like a flowing river. Your righteousness, the holiness and purity of the nation, like the abundant wave of the sea. Now, you hear that? God wants us to be holy. Let him lead us. He is the one who is going to teach us which way we should go. But we have a tendency to make our own way. God prospered Job. He prospered Abraham. He prospered Jacob, Joseph, Joshua. So many of them he prospered. They had prosperity, including wealth, riches, and often money. They had all of them. Why? Because of humble humility. And they listen to the, let God lead, and they follow. I mean, you don't, we don't want the opposite of financial prosperity. That's poverty. Mm-hmm. It's a curse. Yes. No, God does not want anyone to be poor. And we are certainly not going to be poor because he died for poverty so that you can be rich. That's right. Proverbs ten fifteen said, the rich man's wealth is in his strong city. The poverty of the poor is his ruin. You see? So that tells you that poverty is not a good thing. And if we're going to be going to be God's people and he and, and God's people, he wants overflow in our lives. He wants us to bless others, not only, you know, giving them a meal or dinner. He wants us to bless them financially. If God has bring the wealth into your hands, it is not for you alone. That's right. It is for you to bless others. That is what the kingdom and giving of receiving is. Amen. Amen. When you give something Amen. that has a price, grace enters. Mm, glory to that God. is what God means. You know? I like Luke four eighteen when he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, and he has sent me to anoint and release the captive and recover the sight of the blind and send for deliverance those who are oppressed, who are downtreaded, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Know that each problem Jesus prescribed is opposite. Jesus always brought solution. Blind, you could see. Oppressed, you're delivered. Captive, you're free. Poor, you're no longer poor. He always brought a, 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 a solution. For what purpose? To remove them from their poverty. That's what he did. He wanted them to be removed. You know? I mean, some people... They, they, they will taunt you because they also know the Bible, even though they don't live it or believe it. They'll say, well, didn't Jesus say the poor will always be around, among us? And the answer is yes. But why? 
they have the poor wrong in their minds. They think they're poor in the finance. That's not the poor in me. It means the poor will always be among us. You know who is the poor? It's the ones that does not believe Amen. the gospel, which the power of God is upon salvation. That's the poor. Hallelujah. Because salvation to us is in every realm of our life. But the ones that doesn't believe is the ones that is the poor. And yet people can't, doesn't understand that. Jesus. You know, they, they see the people in Hollywood and they might live in a $30 million house. And they say, oh, that person rich. <laughs> if they don't believe the word of God, they are poor. poor. That's what poor, God poor, poor. They are poor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why God wants us to bless people. There's so much reason he wants us to bless people, you know? He wants us to bless people. God prospers us simply because we are his children, okay? And he wants us to bless people. Matthew 7, 9 shows, oh, what a man is there for you. If his son asks him for a loaf of bread, will him, with his hand, give him a stone? No, he wouldn't. God wants us to bless people. He doesn't want us to keep the wealth for ourselves that he has blessed us with. That's why when the talent, he was annoyed at the one that buried it. He did nothing with it. And this is the error people make. They think that the wealth belongs to just them. That, okay, I made it, so you know what? That family next don't have no apple. That's not my problem. No, that's not what God wants. He wants us to live as family, as family because we are all his children. You know, there's no one in this earthly realm should suffer from poverty of lack of food and stuff. But because of greed, this is why it's like that. But God, this is why we need to raise the new breed so they will understand. But if you, if 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 your neighbor is is hurting, you are hurting. Yes. If your sister is lack, you know, you are lacking. You know, you have ten cars and your sister riding a bicycle. How is that love? My God. No, it's not. If you have 10 cars, you, you can, that means you can afford to buy 10 and give away. Yes, amen, good word. You can have your 10 cars, nobody's stopping you, but buy some and give away some too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the true, that is the way we should be living. Amen. You know, you have, the, the, you, the people have kids. You you send the kids, you pay for them. If you, if you if the neighbor can't afford to pay, you have enough to pay for the whole neighborhood. You pay for them. Amen. That is Hallelujah. the that's the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Not the not the buying and selling. That okay, you know. I'm sorry, he's in the lowest. He's under the six digit figure. I don't know why he's in this neighborhood. He should lose that house. No. Mm-hmm. We we need to be we need to be loved. God is love. Yes, man. God is love, and he wants to, he wants to release his people. Thank but God. we have to understand who we are. Because yes. nothing we have on this earthly realm we can take. Yes, Lord. Where we go, we can't take anything. Hmm. If you have a hundred cars, you can't take one. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So why not, why not spread the love? Why not yes. help the poor? Why not help the ones that don't have? What does it take from you? It takes nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. It takes nothing. 
Because you know why I said nothing? Because to God, money is nothing. That's right. Nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. He doesn't even want any part of it. He separated himself from day one. So that means if you use the money in the world system to bless people and to give it away and to make people happy, you're bringing them into the kingdom of giving and receiving. But if you use the money to put up a fence and bar yourself away from everyone and to keep your money, you have been trapped into the the system of buying and selling. You are basically a slave and a captive. You need deliverance. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Lord. So we have to look at things the way God sees them, not man sees them. If we move our eyes from God, we will lose, we will miss the mark. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. If you observe when Jesus went in a crowd, okay, he never said even, he didn't heal anyone. First thing he did, he wanted, he wanted to feed the people. He, why, you know, the food didn't mean that it's not that some of them were starving. What he was using it, he was symbolizing, showing you he wants to meet the needs of the people. He figured they're there. He showed compassion. Let's feed them first. Let's see them, and then we can talk. Mm. So how could you know the needs of the people and you can afford to change the, the circumstances? It's like giving someone to serve food and you know they, they have no food. They're hungry. My God. Mm. So he, that's why he always met the needs of the people. It was mm. for him to show his love. It was for him to say that I feel with you, I am with you, I understand you, and I'm going to fulfill the needs that you need. And right now, one of your needs is you need to eat. Now when you eat and your belly is full, let's reason, see what else you need. If we would take examples, we would recognize that money will be our slave. I believe Mm -hmm. It will be. Not us monies are being, are being, are we have to make money to become, we are money slaves. No. Because guess what? The spirit of mama has no compassion. You can never work hard enough, long enough. There will be no love there and no compassion. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes think that we, 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 we think that we have a better life by working double, trying to, trying to have double shift, triple shift to bring in the money, but then what happens is our kids are neglected and we spoil the generation. So the most precious thing to us, we have already lost. Oh, my God. Good God. Man. Oh, my God. Work too hard. We've got to understand. Mm-hmm. Every time we want more money, a price is paid. But every time we walk under the grace of God and giving and receiving, our life is saved. Yes. Amen. And that's the, that's the truth. The world doesn't like the truth because the truth hurts. Yes. yes. They don't want us to be wise. Exactly. They don't want us to understand the truth. Yes. But God is faithful. He can do anything. He can touch the hardest of hearts and they, 
the, the, no matter how wealthy they are, they will release the wealth because God has commanded their heart to do so. Yeah. He just the way it's God. Because he is God. Amen. And because he's God, he is in charge of both, both realms, good and evil. Mm-hmm. But sometimes man forget that God, can, God is in charge of both. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. The king, that's why I said to you, the kingdom of God is given. We have to bless the people and give the people. You know, and Second Corinthians 9 will remind you of that. Let each one give us as he has made up his own mind and put us in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in price above other things and in unwilling to abound or to do without. A cheerful, joyful giver whose heart is his given. God loves when you give. Yes, he does. It makes his heart joyous. And guess what? You can never outgive God. That's right. You could never the more you give is the more you will receive. The more you give is the more. You can never outgive God. I can tell you this from my own experience. I remember a couple of years ago, God had decided to tell me, he told me that I must go and buy books and give out, he'd send me to the mall or he'd send me some particular area and he said that I must, he would tell me what books to buy today. There was a time he gave me for pregnant woman, then a, a book of joy and just write from Jesus love you, not even my name, just from Jesus love you. And I would go buy these books, and my nieces would be, my niece would be mad at me. She'd say, you spent $600 for this. This is giving books to people that probably don't even read the book. I said, that's not my business. God told me I have to do this for one year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went, and I bought the books. I paid, like, between about $600 I would spend easy because I wanted, you know, those books have the daily notes and stuff. So I would buy a lot of them. And I have to go and give them out. And I would give the book out. And by Sunday, I give the book out. On Monday, the phone would ring. And I would get a job for $1,200. Mm-hmm. Every week, I would get triple. It's like the jobs became more and more. I didn't. You see, you see, giving and receiving is different. I gave the books in obedience. I only spent $600. I got a job for 12 The next time I got a job for 3000 The next time I got a job for... It was just unbelievable. Yeah. Stop and giving back the money, triple fold. People were hiring me to do jobs worth way more. Yeah. So it opens a, a tap opens the things when God leads you to do them. Amen. But when God doesn't lead you, you will be a slave. Yes. <laughs> and you feel, what am I, go- why is this so difficult? What is going on? Yeah. God must lead you to where you're going to be working. He must lead you to where you're going. Because if when God, when God doesn't lead you, you en- sometimes you enter into a captive situation. 
But when God send you, it's some, if, yes, he would send you sometimes to be trained. But when he sends you somewhere, believe me, you will never be trapped. He will protect you, provide for you. He will protect you, and he will provide. Amen. And I've, I've, I've been a life testimony to that in my life. Yes, amen. <laughs> and when God tells you to do something, no matter how difficult it may seem or how people murmur about it, just get it done. Yes. Just do it. No. Because I have had situations God told me, do this. And when I did it, the people were murmuring and saying, that cannot be of God. But you know what? I look mm-hmm. back and I know it was God. Because he does not say something and not put you in a position unless he's going to better you or increase you. Because we serve a God of increase. Mm -hmm. And I always say to myself, no matter what you're doing, he never give us more than we could bear. No matter how painful it may seem, Mm -hmm. how hurtful it may seem, he will never give you more than you could bear and it will surely come to pass. That's right. (laughs) have to understand this year is 2017 is a different year this year is a year of acceleration and perfection God is doing something new in people's lives they don't even know it but he is doing it and you don't even have to think you don't deserve it or you de- whether you deserve it or not it's coming yeah. because you're part of you're part of what he has called you to be yeah yeah. We are his children, and no matter what, this is the time of freedom for his children. Amen. In every department, in your health, in your finance, in your marriage, in your relationship, in, in everything, in your promotion, this is the year you're going to receive it. Hallelujah. And you don't have to fight for it. Glory to God. It's going to come with ease. Mm. You see, sometimes we think we have to help God, but we don't have to help him. Mm-mm. He already know what you need before you yes. even know you needed it. Hallelujah. The secret is obedience and humility. Thank you, Lord. If you carry those two hand in hand, the devil has to, the devil has to bow. Mm-hmm. 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 Because the fact that you're being obedient means that you have already resisted him, so he has to flee. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're humble, you already inherit the earth. Yes. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So I just want to pray, and I just want to thank God today for you. You know, I want to thank God because you guys were purchased as a price. Yes. The price was purchased yes, you. You are free from you're free from the curse of the law. You're free from condemnation. You're free from everything that is contrary to what God said for your life. My God. You, can, yes. you don't have to labor in any burden or any, any pain or anything or any suffering. You're a royal priesthood nation. A sacrifice was already made for you. You are blessed beyond your understanding. Yes. You just have to believe and accept. You know, everything on earth, above the earth, the sun, the moon, the star, they have to bow 
at the name of Jesus Christ. They have to bow. So I just thank God today for your lives. And I just thank God that I had this opportunity for this message so that you guys will understand you, you are under the correct kingdom of giving and receiving. Yeah. And the reason why it's called giving and receiving, you could never outgive God. Yeah. And who you give is not who is going to give you. That's right. That's right. Don't even look for who is going to give you. Just know that you're going to be blessed. Amen. If, the, if you feel that worries is coming on, anxiety is coming on, whatever you feel is coming on, just say, hey, you got no vacancy here. I lay you at the cross. Because mm-hmm. he died with all of these stresses so that you can be free. No matter what circumstance come in front of you, mm-hmm. you were made in his image and likeness. You were wonderfully made. You're the apple of his eyes. God love you without measure. Hallelujah. So I just want to bless you guys tonight, and I just want to thank you for the time. And I want to say, I want to say this to you, that I declare over your life, within the next 48 hours, you will witness things that you have never witnessed. Hallelujah. Be God. for your benefit. And for your advancement, I declare that over your life in the name of Yahushua Hamashiach. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father God, for their lives and for their children's children. I thank you, Father God, that all the spirit of poverty has been broken off them. It's been broken off them, God. I thank you for financial impartation right now, that you have imparted an anointing, God that breaks the yoke, that they are free, God. They are free. They are free to walk in your will and their destinies for their their lives, Father God. And I just choose to bless them right now. And I I just say, Father God, open the vote so that they will not, they will not have holes in their pockets. Open the vote and they will be able to understand the wealth comes from above. And give them the ability to create wealth. Because you are the one that gives us the ability. But I declare over their life, Joshua 1, 8. Yes. That do not let this book depart from your mouth. Yes. Meditate on it day and night. And be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you shall prosper and succeed. I'm good for I declare. Yes. I declare Joshua 1 8 over their lives, Father God. So I just bless everyone and I thank you so much. Let me blow the shofar. Sister Marie. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't go as yet, evangelist. Don't go as yet. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you. I honor you, O God. I thank you for your woman servant. And even now, O God, 
I ask that you'll pour back into her everything that she has poured out tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, build a hedge of protection around her that cannot be penetrated by the enemy. Father, I thank you, O God, for sending your servant, O God, to speak to us tonight, O God. And I pray that everyone who has an ear to hear heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say to us tonight. Um, you know, sense of God, Evangelist Perry, um, she, not only is she, uh, you know, one of my leaders, my mentors, but she's also my friend. And um, I can tell you, when I asked her to speak tonight, I didn't give her a, a topic. I didn't tell, as I do with it, I, I don't do that with anybody that I ask to speak. Um, I didn't give her a topic. And it's it's amazing that in this, our season of accelerated breakthrough, that God would allow her to come and speak to us um, on the topic of wealth versus money tonight. Um, this is, you know, God is getting us, every one of us, and because you're connected to me, because this is where God is taking me, because you're connected to me, God wants each and every one of you to get to that place where you too can receive the overflowing blessings of God. Um Evangelist, you know, without going into any stories about her life, she does share some things in public, some things, you know, she does not. And so, therefore, I'm not going to share, you know, um, you know her her life. But I can tell you that she knows of that, that which she speaks. Amen? She is a living testimony of what she shared with you here tonight. Um, I, I, I'm going to share this part, Evangelist. Um, a few weeks ago, um, we were speaking about a, a specific amount, and I said to Evangelist, how do you, you know, wrap your head around these types of, 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 of you know, figures? And her response to me was, it's zeros. It's all zeros, and it all belongs to God. And it, it tells you, when you hear her speak tonight, you know, with such humility, it doesn't matter how many zeros she has um, attached to her name um, in her accounts. It doesn't matter. She understands what it's you know what it means to be a steward of that which God has released into her hands, and so it doesn't faze her. Um, you know, to her, um, you know, a, a gazillion dollars is the same as ten dollars. You know, she's just the the steward over it, and I'm grateful that you know God used you know somebody. Who, whom he has, um, you know, appointed in these days to show the difference between money and wealth. I'm glad that she blessed us tonight by coming and depositing such wisdom um, in, 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 into our lives. And so, woman of God, I bless God for you. I love you with an endless love. I thank you for your humility, and I thank you um, that you did not count it robbery to um, impart your, uh, your spiritual knowledge to us on the line tonight. So I thank you so much. Um, at this time, I'm going to open up the line for anyone who has a comment regarding tonight's uh, message. God bless you. Bless you, Sister. Oh, boy, I tell you, Prophetess Terry. Oh, my, this is Prophet Bob. I, I, I want to I share something with you. Are you related to Elder June Malcolm? That's all I want to know. 
Uh, no, but she, Elder June Malcolm is um, the one that we're talking about this evening, Evangelist, the one in the black hat yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's who Ella June Malcolm is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, she goes into the deep things of God every Monday night at 9 yes. o'clock. And blesses the socks off of the people of God in this ministry. Yes. Tonight, yes. woman of God, you went very deep in the prophetic of the Word of God. It was like God illuminated your mind tonight. And I have never heard anybody bring anything out in the way of wealth and what the adversary tries to do and everything, the way you explained it tonight. It was simple. Mm-hmm. A, a 10-year-old would have understood everything you said tonight. And I'll say to you as a prophet of God, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Awesome word tonight, and it was very deep. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Amen. Glory to God. Anyone else? Glory to God. Good night, everyone. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, cousin. God bless you. I'm truly blessed um, by the evangelist tonight. Um, I just want to give God glory and honor for her. And um, thank you, Pastor, for bringing her, for allowing her to, so you know, so be, for your obedience, first of all, to, you know, ask her to come and speak to us. Oh, I'm telling you, God, um, I'm so grateful for God's love because um, he, like you said, it, it's a prophetic word that you already gave. and um, But we have to understand because God is preparing us for, to receive what he already yes. promised us. And unless we yes. we get this, you know, wisdom and knowledge and understanding, so when we have the money, um, how we're going to be able, you know, the, the wealth, it's not really about the money. Like she said, it's the wealth that we're going to receive from God or we need to use it, you know, and to be good steward of it. And um, it's also a confirmation for me because today I went to visit one of my neighbor <laughs> and um, she's been blessed. She's a, she's a blessed woman. She's blessed in her finances. And, you know, she's a Christian, but there's a lot of things. The Lord has been um, using me to also go there. And sometimes I encourage her. And I was talking to her today concerning finances. <laughs> and I was telling her because I never see a rich person carry any money, you know, in the in the in the grave because that's we all have to mm-hmm. die and leave it. And we, the conversation is all about finances today. And I was telling her my heart because God knows my heart because I'm one who loves to re- to give to release. And I said I said you know what? But one thing God was teaching me is to learn how to manage my finances because I, you know, when you don't have the true wisdom and understanding because you have such a heart that want to give, 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 but also you have to know, you have to ask God for permission. And I was over there just talking exactly some of the stuff that I heard you spoke tonight. So I, you know, I'm just thankful to God for um, confirmation again too and, um, and know he know, knows what we need and I'm um, thanking him again for just um, blessing us because you have truly blessed us. And um, as Pastor said, you already, you know, money is not something that fails you because you have been blessed and because of the heart that you have. And know that God will continue to pour into your life 
um, woman of God, yes. and God will bless you and overflow you, overflow you, overflow you, that you're going to bless so many nations and do so much Amen. for the kingdom of God yes. because of your heart. So may God continue to increase you in your body, in your health, in your family, you know, overflowing everything that your heart desires because you delight yourself in God. And also, Pastor, Pastor, you know already because, you know, God bless you and um, I appreciate you and thank you all for for not being selfish, you know, for loving God so much and for being such a great example. Amen. Amen. Love you, cuz. God bless you. God bless you, too. Um, Evangelist, um, you know, just so you have an idea of the dynamics of um, the prayer line, Prophet Bob, he's in Youngstown, Ohio, and my cousin Jackie, who just spoke, she's in um, North Carolina. Amen. 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 God bless. Amen. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Good night, everyone. Praise the Lord. And that's Bridget from Connecticut. (laughs) Man, praise God. Good night, Pastor Maureen. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless you. Bless. Woman of God, woman of God. At one point, I, um, you know, Mm -hmm. I thought it was Elder June, and then I thought it was this other lady. But God has a way of bringing people into into your presence because she ha- you have so much wisdom that you can keep this to yourself. And it that's is, right. Yeah, it, she she is a, she's very wise. She has her her teachings together, and this is something that God wants us to know. This is something that God wants us to move out of. Move out of, of, of the world system. Move out, because that's not the way that God created us to live on this land. Once we once sin take over, then we start to think that we have to do it ourselves. And we can serve God and Mama. And I am mm-hmm. truly, you know, I, I, I am a sleeper. So when I jumped up, I'm like, thank you, God, I didn't miss it. And I'm so awesomely blessed. I was. I'm so blessed because sometimes we think that we we are doing this on our own. We 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 can do this, and 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 if we just follow the plans of God. But I don't think that we know it well. So we need to study it. We need to study to make ourselves approve. And approve. and. When, Things like these will understand that God gave it to her because we needed it and we really need it because sometimes we think that we have to work three, four, five jobs. You know, I was I was um I was in the bank the other day and I saw this lady and um I was telling my daughter and um I think she came in the bank to either put her paycheck in or to find out how much she has. And these people, they don't sleep. They work three, four jobs. Nurses see it back to back. They don't enjoy the house that that they're paying for, the bed that they're paying for. They don't sleep in it. It's ridiculous. And they don't look like they have anything because they wear out themselves in the world. And they think that, the world is going to, you know, is going to to take care of them. Before you know it, they fall dead and not enjoy nothing in life. And that's not what God wants. So, woman of God, 
I know that Pastor Marin is going to have you back. I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to yes. trap her. <laughs> She's very busy. Yes, we're going to have to have her back. This is some good good food. And, you know, we need it. We need it. We never outlearn and we never know too much. I thank God for Simple Word Ministry. Brothers and sisters, use what God has given you. And whatever he brings on this line, use it for his glory. There are Amen. People that needs to know, need to know. They don't have to be killing off themselves, working and stressing and fretting. God provide for Adam and Eve until sin came in. So I'm just asking when 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 you pray tonight that we we ask God to teach us. Teach us the way, God, that you want us to go so mm-hmm. that we don't fall into the world because this world will just put you in a circle. Bills work. Bills work, and you don't even read your Bible for one second. Praise mm-hmm. God. God bless you, my um, woman of God. God bless you, my simple word, ministry family. I thank God. Praise God. God bless you, Sister Bridget. God bless you. Um, glory to God. Uh, evangelist, um, Elder June Malcolm, that, we, that, that, we're, that we've been speaking of, wrote this in the ministry page. Um, pray, um, Prophetess Allison, praise the Lord. A very refer- she's listening via um, talk show radio. Um, she's on her computer, hence you can't you can't hear her voice right now. So she wrote this. Um, Prophetess Allison, praise the Lord. A very refreshing message. If we come to the knowledge of the difference between wealth and money and embrace Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, um, we would not be in bondage to, to money. It's, power, it's powerful to hear a word that, that is so relevant to our relationship to faith and finances. Thank you, Prophetess Allison. Amen. Um, another question, um, glory to God. Since we have been trapped under the economic system of the world for so long, how do we practically disengage from the system? Evangelist? Well, I, I think uh, it will take time because when you, it, it, you know, just like anything, it takes 21 days to change a habit. Yes. It, it takes prayers. And I believe also the program we're working on, cleaning the atmosphere. Yes. We waken up spiritually and realize, wait a minute, I am the child of God. Why do I feel like this? Why am I bonded? So prayer is going to be really one of the strong points because right now, as you know, there's a, the devil has a government on this earthly realm and it takes a government to overthrow a government. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, as I was telling you, with the seven mountains, that will be one of the things that's very important. The family mountain, the government, the religion, all these mountains, education, arts and entertainment, the education, the, um, it's, it's seven mountains. The government, I, I, I told you the government and the business and the economy. Mm-hmm. All the need to have God-fearing people in them so that we can stand up for righteousness and holiness. And that will overthrow the government of the evil one on the earth again. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. And, and I, I think if I could add to that, I, I said this at um, at Holy Ground a couple, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe about three weeks ago, that um, it all it all starts in our thinking, um, in our minds, because for so long um, we have been trapped under the um, the buying and selling mentality for so long. For so long, um, many have been trapped in a um, poverty mentality, um, and once you um, you come to the realization, which is why I really, truly enjoy tonight's teaching, and I'm grateful that it's recorded on Talk Show Radio, so anybody that wants to go back and listen over and over and over, it's, it's, it's there. I'm going to ensure that I um, relabel it um, so that you can find it easily. I'm going to change. I think I just have, um, you know, Sunday worship service. I'm going to change the, the title so that you, um, you can find it when, when you go into the archives. Um, you know, once we, you know, tonight's teaching is the start of, you know, moving us, you know, from that buying and selling mentality and getting us to that place of kingdom. Um, and, 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 and I believe, as the evangelist said, you know, with time and prayer, um, you know, God can change anything and we can get out of that, um, you know, uh, the way of thinking, that mentality. Um, so I, I thank you, woman of God. Um, another question. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Um, Evangelist Perry, uh, grace, yeah. mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Pastor Maureen, grace, mercy, and peace to you also from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you. And to all uh, the wonderful Simple Words Ministries family, God bless you all. Um, Evangelist Perry, I sat uh, quietly and listen to what you had to say. And um, I have many questions, but I am not going to ask all of them. I'm just going to ask uh, a couple. One follow-up um, to what uh, the first question that Pastor Maureen asked was, um, I do understand the dynamics of giving and receiving. So um, understanding that giving and receiving is the law of God, uh, and it is the law of reciprocity. Um, we're working against the system of buying and selling. So what moves or measures can we initiate to begin to dismantle the system of buying and selling uh, first in our minds and then in our actions? Well, the first thing you have to understand is you have to repent and know that God is your provider. Yes. We always feel that we feel that you know we are, we are getting up to go to work and that that is that is uh that is our provider. But the fact that you even get up was God give the grace that made you get up. And if you lose your job, by His grace, you will still survive because that means He has another door open for you. Mm-hmm. So God becomes your provider. That means the spirit of Mama is now. He, he's now weaker in your situation because God is your provider. God opens the door for It's God who has the hearts of men in his hands for, for favor to come in your way. Okay. So everything you do, you have to step, you have to pray and ask God, you know, give me the grace because everything, remember, wherever you are, it's always a season. Because it's a part of life. We're growing. 
even you know even in your school the people who were your friends in your high school is not probably in a university or not in the university is a job it's a different it's a different situation so we always have to carry God first and then everything else will fall in place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the only way you could survive the spirit of mammon God has to be a complete provider thank you um, I'm, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to type my question as as you're answering me because um, my brain just gets activated when I hear uh, when I hear truth, praise God. So, um, but um, can can I say this to you though, Evangelist? I know that um, um, Evangelist Perry, um, Evangelist Candice, she she has been to Holy Ground with us, and she will be coming soon. Glory to God, so you can meet her in person. But she's been up up um, on Wednesdays with us. If I can say this to you, Evangelist um, Candice, from the little that I know about your life, you are living, um, you know, a kingdom living, a kingdom life. Um, you know, I, I, I believe you're asking the question for those who um, may need to, um, you know, to break free from, you know, the, the buying and selling um, mentality. Um, but from looking, you know, looking at your life and understanding, understanding, you know, you, I, you are already there. You are, you are already there. You know, um, I see where you trust God um, against all odds. You don't see where it's coming from. You don't know where it's coming from. And by trusting God, you see the manifestation of his goodness in your life. And I just want to thank God for you. So, you know, I I, I, I want to encourage you, just in case, just in case, I want to encourage you that you are there and you're getting there. And and we're, we're going even further together. Amen. I believe that. Amen. That means that means you're coming to Australia with me, right? <laughs> praise God. <laughs> praise God. We praise God. Um, we praise God. Evangelist, Evangelist Perry, one last question for you. Um, no. We've been fooled uh, to believe that the church and the state should be separate. Therefore, the church has stayed away from involvement in the in in government roles. If we are not strategically positioned in these government roles, like you like you spoke um, very candidly tonight, that uh, that there are realms that we do need to be positioned in, that we do need to occupy in order to upset um, the status quo and to upset the government of uh, the economic system of this world. So if the church does not occupy these positions, like if the church is not um, represented or representative in, uh, in, in the world government system, we don't have a position to infiltrate these systems. How, how, can, we, um, how can we ascend to the, to the position of um, achieving wealth instead of acquiring money? Okay, first of all, the church is only one mountain. It's a religion mountain. They have mm-hmm. done, a, they have passed some evil, but they can't get, because of, just think of the church as representing an individual, and the, go, the government is, a, is, is the government of the demonic realm already on this earth. 
In order mm-hmm. for the church to penetrate, it has to have all the mountains flowing together. Okay. So that's why there's there's a family mountain, the religion mountain, the government mountain, the arts and entertainment, the business, the economy, and the education. All these mountains are in there. So in other words, the most important mountain is the family mountain, okay? Why? Okay. The family mountain is where the church really begins because the church begin, the church is inside of us. So when we understand mm-hmm. God and we keep praying for the family mountain and they're walking in the righteousness and holiness of God, kids are going to go into the government mountain. They're going to go into the education mountain, in the economy, in the religion. They're going to go in all the sectors. So basically, the church is to just equip. The mountain comes by education and prayer and, and basically God intervening in each of them, meaning God-fearing people entering each mountain. When mm-hmm. God-fearing people entering each mountain, things change. I'm going to give you a, a prime example a couple of years ago over in Canada. In Canada, there were 300 people supposed to vote for the, um, for the homosexuality if men would marry men or women would marry women. 300 people were supposed to vote, Okay. Mm-hmm. Only 11 people showed up to do that voting that day. And oh, my. The fate was only, the fate was based on 11 people. If, the, if, we, if we were praying and everybody was in the right, in the mountains from mm-hmm. the religious mountain, was going into the mountains, these, this might have been a different vote. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a prime example. We have made errors in the church also. Sometimes somebody is a very good doctor. We've convinced them they're a good pastor. Right. So instead of a specialist to be in that field and even might create a, might even find a formula for the, the cure of cancer, now the person leaves being a doctor and they, they say they're a pastor. Mm-hmm. Because they love God. They mix up the passion with the gift. Amen. So we have to understand it's just like when you go to a service and somebody's having a really powerful service in a, say for instance, a conference. God showed me what happens in a conference because the spirit of God is moving. People are excited. The passion is stirring, yes, but the anointing is also flowing. And because the anointing is flowing, the passion is flowing, the emotions are flowing, people get excited and sometimes they get in bondage by when they say, okay, a thousand people can give a thousand dollars. They don't have that thousand dollars, but they come mm-hmm. and write a post-dated check and then they're in bondage because they can't keep the payment. So now they break the vow and they cause a drought in their own life. That is what happens when people emotion move rather than the spirit move. Right. So that's why we are taught not to, not to rile the people up in the sense to do that. We're taught to let them know, let, please, as you're given an offering, be led by the Spirit what, is, what you should give. Mind you, we could give that thousand and trust God that it will come every month. That's a different mm-hmm. way. That's a different, that's a faith thing. But when it comes to the emotion, some of us move on the emotion rather than on the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that could cause us bondage. So then are you of the belief, this is my last question, um, are you of the belief then since you're talking about um, the different mountains that, um, that will help us to get to, the, get to the place where we're no longer controlled by these, um, the economic system of this world, I, 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 
my questions are are pointed because um, because I'm a government infiltrator. That's who I am um, for the cause of Christ. Um, so I I'm I, my questions are about government because I see where the church has lost its authority where government decisions are concerned, and the church has lost its authority in 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 that realm because the church believes that it should be separate from uh, the institution of government. And therefore, um, we are no longer um, sought after for for our opinion. We're no longer sought after for, um, for what God says because we ourselves have removed ourselves and taken away that opportunity to have a say in what the government does. So it sounds to me like you are of the opinion that that the church should be occupying and should be participating in uh, whatever decision the government makes. But um, I think I think what happens. I don't mind to cut you. I think what happens is we are mixing up the church with the building. Right. Ah yes. We are the church. Okay. Mm -hmm. He resides in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When we get in the building, it's called corporate prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, the, when we go in that building, iron sharpens iron. That means when we're with our family and we live in there, we're supposed to all really be on fire. So when we get there, it's like a spark. It's like an That's explosion. Right. But, you know, the family is not where it should be. And the the this, this, the anointing is not where it should be. So then some of us are going in, struggling. But really, the church is us. Where I enter a place, I represent the church. Where you enter, you represent the church. Because the church is with us. So it depends on how we are living our life and how the Holy Spirit is flowing in you. Because really, the the mountains is automatically... When the church is doing the job that we're supposed to do, that means us living a holy and righteous life and praying and uplifting and not lacking fellowship with one another. Like right now we're talking and I'm here. We're all in church. But yeah. we are, that's the corporate prayer. But the church resides in us. The Holy Spirit resides in us. It doesn't go in the building. It goes in you, the temple. Mm-hmm. So when, when we want to affect um, the mountains, we have to affect it. From the family. Okay. Because the family is the most important mountain. God told Adam, be fruitful and multiply. The family is, God likes relationship. Yeah. So when the family mountain is right, every mountain will flow in its right accord. Because when the family mountain is right, the prayers will keep the marriages. Destroy the marriage, you de- and you, 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 you destroyed the children, you broke up the children, it's come like you destroyed the nation. And the devil likes to destroy family. He doesn't have to fight with the church because the church is, the, is, is, is us. The building, the devil, that's why some demonic agents could rent your church. If they pay 70 grand, the church broke, they open the building, the devil go and do their ritual and leave. Mm. That's the building. But when you're holy and on fire and you get there and you're all together, it's corporate prayer. Mm-hmm. 
So that's where the error, I think you're making the error by thinking the church is, is, is where we go into church and, and how can we work on that. The church is only one mountain. It's seven mountains. And, the, and it starts with the family. The family is what, when you go in the building there, it's families are going into that building. It's the bodies that are going into that building. So when we, that's why cleaning the atmosphere prayer is so imperative so that the people will wake up and realize the church is just one mountain, it's the religious mountain. And they were, they, are just, they, were, they were trying to fight the evil just as hard, but they were one mountain, so they didn't understand we have to have all the mountains. That means when we go in the, in the building, we get equipped, we encourage the lawyer to be the best righteous holy lawyer, the doctor to be the best righteous holy doctor, the teacher to be the best righteous. So when we have all these people of righteousness and holiness that enter that corporate prayer and they go back into the job place, into the marketplace, change will happen because they will stand for the value that the biblical value that the Bible have written. They will stand for the, for the integrity. They will stand for the love, the joy, the faithfulness. They will say no. We can't accept homosexuality. It is 52 times written in the Bible. It's an abomination unto God. No, we will not vote that. Then we have there. Then we have the we have on the justice mountain there with with, the, with all the justice system going on. They'll say no. The judge will say no. This is not biblically right. We will stand for it. The teachers will say no, no. In this classroom, we serve God. The school system will say we pray before we start a class when the mountains are all invaded by people of holiness and righteousness you see and that's what it is even our government will be influenced that is why i said to you guys only way we could change the system is not where we think we could change it is in the throne room because when you are in the throne room, you are now, we are, when you're in the throne room, we're going to pick the prime minister, we're going to pick the president, we're going to pick the leaders. Because what we call in the spirit has to manifest in the natural. And when the fire is on you and the power of God is on you, Acts 1 8 says, I give you power and authority. So we have the power and we have the authority, but we need to use it. And we, the reason why we, it's not it's working to the full effect is because all the mountains are being invaded. Half of the mountains are with circular people that don't know God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we learn who we represent and we go out there, that's why I said the church makes errors. For example, um, um, evangelist, what was his name? God is name now. But okay, the Beatles. The Beatles, this guy, was it Wesley? What's his name? He's a really evangelist. I can't remember his name right now. But this, uh, I'll get his name. I, I, gosh, his name left me. He was a song producer and writer. But he met God. He's an evangelist, actually. I think it's Wesley's his name, something. No, not Peter Wesley. He was actually a student. In all, I mean, he knows them, but this guy, I forgot his name, I'll get his name, what am I saying? He was really a songwriter. But when, what happened is the Beatles called him to hire him as the producer. Okay? 
And when they call him, he they call him. He used to go Bible studies on Tuesday, and I think it's a Tuesday night, some night. But he he decided he doesn't want to do that because he's a believer, and he, he wants to. He some I think the church told him he's an evangelist, something like that, and he believed, and he gave up the producing role. Now let's take for one second. Had he kept that producer and was God, was God-fearing, the Beatle music would have been different. They would have influenced the world in a different way rather than in the, in the circular way and in the drug way and in the happy boonie way. They would have been more godly, you understand? But because he felt he was an evangelist rather than a, than a producer anymore, he gave that gift that God gave him because he got called to be with, with them. And he said, no, I, I want to just do what God wants me to do with in, as an evangelist. And nobody said he wasn't an evangelist, but he was also a producer. He could have been both. Mm-hmm. But he could have influenced the music. He could have influenced the world. Because the Beatles influenced the world with the music. So if he was in that mountain, things would have been different. In the entertaining mountain. He was called there. But... Somebody told him he's this, and he believed. Because when you got when when you're a, a, a new believer and you love God, you just want to be in His presence so much you don't want to leave at all. So if somebody tells you that you're a prophet and you don't understand it, you start believing. You start thinking, okay, I can't do anything else. I have to just be a prophet. And that's the error that the, the religious monks in me. That we have more than one gift in us. That's right. Like somebody could be a great teacher, but yet they still have the apostolic calling on them. So we, sh- we, 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 we limit God in that sense. You know, we, we shy away from the things that God already gave us the gift to be. I mean, look at Hollywood today. It's all garbage music, all garbage movies. No anointing. Because the writers who will make the movies of substance not in there. They're not functioning in that mountain. Now they will be starting to function because they realize the seven mountains exist on the earthly realm. It exists in the Bible. And as they read and they go forth in Isaiah 2, they will realize, oh my goodness. They will see that we have to conquer the mountain and form that governmental spirit. The, the devil has it already. So now we have to have it because an individual cannot overthrow a government. It takes a government to overthrow a government. And that's yeah. what's with the motion. Do you see? So, so many things. That's why we have to pray without season and clean the atmosphere. Hello? Amen. Amen. Pastor Marie, are you there? Yes, I am speaking. I'm speaking to you all, but I'm on mute. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Evangelist and Evangelist. Um, awesome questions, um, Evangelist Candice. And thank you, Evangelist, 
um, Perry, for, um, you know, phenomenal answers. God bless you. God bless you. Um, anyone, anyone, I know it's it's late, guys. I know. Any, um, anyone else? But this is good. This really is, this is very good. Um, um, did you guys get something tonight? Amen. 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 Anyone else before we go into prayer? I'm praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, Prophetess. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. God bless everyone. Um, Evangelist um, Perry, I was um, just so blessed, so enlightened um, by the word that God used you to bring on tonight. Um, God used you to personally confirm uh, so many things um, for me. Um, I know that this was a word um, from from God um, to answer some things for me. So I just I bless God for your obedience tonight. Um, God continue to bless you and to use you mightily. Amen. 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 God bless you, prophetess. God bless you. Anyone else? Okay, um, another comment. Wealth versus money by Prophetess Allison. I love the very clear breakdown of what really happened to Ananias and Sapphira. Once their eyes saw the money and their hands touched it, the money wrought deception in their hearts. The enemy got a handle on them once the land was transferred to money. Sad. But the same thing happened every day in the church. So true. In my day, young people in the church were forbidden to pursue careers as Olympians, lawyers, police officers, airline stewardess. How sad. We miss a whole lot of wealth doors. How sad. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's from Elder June Malcolm. Hallelujah. Um, anyone else, or are there any prayer requests tonight? Am I still there? Hello? Hello. Yeah, yes, yes, I'm still here. Okay. All right, just a reminder, tomorrow at 12 noon, um, the Prophet's Corner, and tomorrow we will be having um, Minister Erica, Prophetess Erica. She will be um, leading the service tomorrow as Prophet Bob has an appointment, so Minister Erica will be um, be uh, leading the service tomorrow at 12 noon. Um, invite some folks, come on out and hear what thus says the Lord. Tomorrow night at 9 p.m., we continue with the Power of Knowledge with um Elder June Malcolm at 9 p.m., moderated by Minister um, LaShawna Burton. Please don't miss. Amen. We have been blessed for over a year and four months with awesome, awesome, awesome teaching by Elder June Malcolm. Um, so please come on out tomorrow night. Um, Tuesday night, 8.30. Glory to God. Jeremiah Generation. Wednesday morning, 7.14 a.m. All the times are Eastern Standard Time. Amen. 7.14 on Wednesday morning. Morning, standing in the gap intercessory prayer meeting. Wednesday night, praise, worship, and testimony service. Thursday night, walking through the word. Friday night at midnight. Glory to God. Elder Roseanne Green will be our guest, our speaker. No, she's not a guest. She's a minister in this ministry. Um, she will be our speaker on Friday night at midnight. And Saturday at noon, Minister Monica Little will be here with um, Noonday Inspiration and 
here again next Sunday night at 9 p.m. I want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to be here tonight. Glory to God. And remember, um, tonight's service is recorded. It's on talk show, so you can go back, make your notes. You know, um, I started to make notes, honestly, and I'm like, I can't keep up, so I'm going Listen on um, talk show and then, you know, where I can, you know, pause. I can make notes, pause, and then make notes, pause, glory to God. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing. But I thank God. But I thank God that, um, you know, I have, I am blessed, the privilege. I have the privilege of, you know, sitting at Evangelist's feet and learning so much from her. Um, she mentioned um, cleaning the atmosphere. It is an initiative that she has um, started yesterday. We had an amazing, amazing turnout um, of folks coming um, to hear about cleaning the atmosphere. And so, you know, all these, um, you know, oppressions that we're under, including this mammon, um, you know, bit, glory to God. And most most people in the body of Christ, we are under um, a financial oppression. Um, we're going to be tearing down those mountains. You know, we're going to be tearing down those mountains. God has given her an initiative to hire 7,000 intercessors, and we're going to be praying, um, glory to God, around the clock, um, you know, to clean the atmosphere, glory to God. And I know that when we pray, things happen, amen, things happen, so, you know, glory to God. Um, Simple words, ministry members, and you know, for those of you outside of Canada, stay tuned. We're going to make sure we're going to be having folks um, also in in different places in the United States, you know, because it's not just Canada alone that needs cleaning; it's the entire globe. So, you know, we're going to be cleaning the entire globe. So, stay tuned, and um, you know, you'll be called on pretty soon um, to join what we're doing. We give God thanks and praise for her. Um, at this time, let us close in prayer. Almighty Father, I just thank you once more. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your tender mercies. I thank you for your, you, you love us so much, O oh God, that you gave your servant, Evangelist Perry, the right word to come forth and um, relate to us tonight. And Father, I pray that everyone who has an ear to hear heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say to us. Father, even now I lift up each and every person, O oh God, hallelujah, connected to this ministry, connected to global warriors of faith, O oh God. God, I place them on the altar before you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, even now, hallelujah, I ask that you will open up our knowledge, our wisdom, our understanding to, to know what it is that you're saying to us, how you are teaching us, oh God. Mighty God, you've called us, oh God, to be kingdom-minded, oh God, hallelujah. Lord God, help us, oh God, to know how to refocus our thinking, hallelujah. God, Almighty, I am asking, O oh God, that you will give us renewed hearts and renewed minds in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, tonight I place our overseers before you, Dr. Angela and Dr. Benjamin Rucker, O oh God. I ask, O oh God, that you will uh, provide for their every need, O oh God. I ask, O oh God, that you will lead them, O oh God. Hallelujah. O oh God.
God, according to your plan and your purpose for their lives. I place, oh God, our Bishop, Bishop Carlton Facey, oh God, all the bishops connected to Simple Words Ministry, oh God, all the prophets, oh God, hallelujah, all the evangelists, oh God, all the deacons, elders, missionaries, oh God, Lord God, every lay person I place on, on the altar before you tonight in the name of Jesus. And I am asking you, oh God, that you would teach us your way, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. As Solomon could have asked for anything, oh God, hallelujah. But he asked for wisdom. And so tonight I ask for wisdom, oh God, for myself, for this ministry, oh God, every one of us tonight. Give us your wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for meeting every need, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, truly I understand, oh God, because God, I'm not working, oh God, but you continue, oh God, to provide for me, oh God, and I thank you, I bless you, oh God, I worship you, oh God, I thank you, Lord God Almighty, that I can do, oh God, decree and declare, like the psalmist, I've been young, now I am old, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or seed bed bread, because God, you are our provider, oh God, hallelujah, I thank you, Lord God, that as we continue to look to you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, we will receive, oh God, all that is required for us, oh God, hallelujah, to function effectively here on planet earth, oh God, I thank you for the reminder, oh God, that we are in the world, but we're not of this world, oh God, hallelujah, we are of your kingdom, and we thank you in the name of Jesus, mighty God, I thank you, Lord God, that there's nothing missing, nothing lacking from the lives of your people, oh God, in this ministry, oh God, I thank you, oh God, for the overflowing blessings, oh God, that you continue, oh God, to pour out, oh God, upon us, oh God. You bless us, oh God, with joy, with peace, oh God, with happiness, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for good health, oh God. You said in your words, oh God, I wish above all that you would prosper and in, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so I thank you, oh God, for the manifestation of your words in our lives, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, I pray, God, for those who may be sick and afflicted tonight. God Almighty, because you are still Jehovah Rapha, I'm asking, oh God, that you will touch and heal your children, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, oh God, so sickness cannot reside in our bodies. Lord God, tonight I rebuke, oh God, every form of illness, every form of pain, every form of disease, I rebuke tonight. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you once more for Simple Words Ministry, oh God. I ask, oh God, hallelujah, for your increased blessings, oh God, upon each and every one of us, oh God, even now, as we get ready to depart from this line, oh God, hallelujah. I pray, mighty God of Daniel, oh God, that your presence, oh God, hallelujah, will go with each and every one of us, oh God. Father, tonight, hallelujah, I lift up, oh God, James before you, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Mm. You said in your words that the love of money is the root of all evil, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. I am asking that you'll redirect, oh God, hallelujah, his path, oh God. Redirect his thoughts, oh God. Redirect his desires, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, because I know you can do it, I am saying thank you, oh God. Because I know, hallelujah 
hallelujah, glory to your holy name. But, oh, God, you are the same God who changed Saul on the way to Damascus, oh, God. Mighty God, you can do the same thing, hallelujah, oh, God, for James and any one of us on this line tonight, oh, God, who needs our thoughts, our thinking, oh, God, redirected, oh, God, hallelujah, from the love of money, oh, God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mighty God of Daniel, we thank you, oh, God, for provision. We thank you, oh, God, hallelujah, for changes, oh, God. We thank you for giving us, oh, God, hallelujah, a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, even now, I bless, oh, God, all the services, oh, God, that will be taking place this week, oh, God, hallelujah. Oh, God, I ask, oh, God, that you will show up and show out, oh, God. Mighty God, let there be deliverance, oh, God, hallelujah. Set captives free, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Bless our families, oh, God. I place our children, our grandchildren, our spouses, oh, God, before you tonight. Mighty God, keep your mighty hands upon them, oh, God. Keep them, oh, God, hallelujah. Even now, I thank you for the anointing, oh, God, of Jabez upon them, hallelujah. Increase their territories, oh, God. Keep them from evil, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you once more for this night. Lord God, I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless his name. We bless his name. Glory to God. So I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, remember, tomorrow at 12 noon, amen, and join, um, join Minister Erica. Um, I believe Prophet Bob will start the service off. Hallelujah. Um, come on out and uh, hear what thus says the Lord. Glory to God. Um, if you have any questions, glory to God, regarding uh, tonight's, uh, uh, tonight's service that you didn't get a chance to ask, you didn't want to ask online, feel free to drop me a note and I will send it, all, um, send it off to um, Evangelist and she will uh, respond to your questions. Amen. Glory to God. So I, I know it's late, saints of God. I know. Until we meet again, may the good Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree and I declare that no weapons that are formed against you shall prosper and any tongue that dares to rise up against you is already condemned. I decree and I declare that you are the head and not the tail. You are the lenders and not the borrowers. You're blessed in your coming. You're blessed in your going. And every day of your lives, you experience the uncommon favor of God. And because evangelist is on the line, I decree and I declare that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has in store for you because you love him. Have a blessed night, everybody. Sleep with God's aid. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's how we end the service. God bless you. God bless you, evangelist. Good night, everybody. Love you all. Good night. Love you too. God bless everyone. God bless. Good night, talk show room. God bless you. Good night. Love you. Love you, love you, love you. Goodbye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.